What's up, everybody? You know what time it is. And today, we're talking poltergeist. Let's get into this. What's going on, everybody? What up, what up? Tell you what, we just got done, literally just got done watching Poltergeist. Yeah, excellent movie. Loved it. Uh, I love that movie. I've loved it since I was a kid. Watching it now, it really takes me back to my childhood. Yeah, it's a... It's a it's a movie that I love when I was younger. It is a movie. It's a it's a it, it's, a, it's movie. a movie and uh they have actors in it. Uh no, it's a movie that I loved when I was a kid. You know, really got me yeah. scared me when yeah. I was a kid, but that I see it from a whole different perspective now that I'm right. A, right. A, a parent. So, you know, watching it um Yeah, yeah I wouldn't want to lose my dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, watching it like just certain parts are like, yeah, okay, I could feel how that would just like, that would get you. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? it would really, really screw you up. But yeah. hey, so today we're, of course, talking about the movie Poltergeist from 1982. Yeah, the original, not the remake. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to try not to talk about the remake. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to bash it. it just, I'm not going to bash it. I, I, it it uh, wasn't what, what it was. <coughs> I actually don't remember much of it, um, so I didn't even look into it. To be honest with you, I just yeah, to yeah. focus on this one. Um, I, but uh, we'll just, you know, the director um, was Toby Hooper, which that that just I don't know too many movies by him. What? That I know off the top of my head. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Hey. Whoa. Blew, blew my mind, guys. Yeah. Blew my mind. Sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. Toby Hooper uh, directed this. Um, it was uh, written and produced by the great Steven Spielberg. And there's some really interesting stuff going on about this whole movie uh, with Spielberg and Toby Hooper. Uh, basically, Steven Spielberg wrote this movie. Mm-hmm. And he was... So uh, the movie came out in 1982, okay? Uh, the other big movie that Steven Spielberg directed in 1982 was E.T. Ah. Steven Spielberg was under contract with E.T., so he could not direct this movie. So he enlisted Toby Hooper to direct the movie. Sure. But it's kind of funny because it ends up when you go through and, like, you read some of the other people what they were saying about it while they were in production and stuff that yeah Toby Hooper was really just there <laughs> Steven Spielberg was in control the man of everything behind it. yeah i mean he he controlled everything don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain uh, interesting uh concept about this movie uh, this movie you know like i said Steven Spielberg wrote this movie he wrote this movie to be a sequel to Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Did not. It know was that. this movie. The screenplay was originally called Night Skies, and it was going to be an alien movie. And when he enlisted Toby Hooper, Toby Hooper sat down with him. They talked about it, and Toby Hooper's like, "You know, we really ought to take the screenplay and change it a little bit and make a ghost story out of it. Dude, I wonder... And that's that's what they did. Remember the movie Dark Skies? Dark Skies, yeah. I wonder if that was 
Because um, if you think about the movie, yeah, yeah, itself, yeah. it kind of, yeah. I mean, a little it, bit reminds yeah, it me. Yeah, kind of was. Reminds me of that was the one with uh, Felicity Huffman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah, it was. But but was. you said that, and it kind of, I mean, now thinking back, watching it, it kind of reminds me of Poltergeist yeah. a little yeah. bit. It was really interesting. I didn't I didn't realize that Spielberg was even thinking about a sequel to Close Encounters. Yeah. But apparently he was. Awesome. I did not know that. So let's talk about some of the people that are in this movie. Yeah, there's a ton. I didn't want to talk about everybody. But, you know, really, if you watch the movie, you recognize every person in it almost. Yes. Um, Like me, I didn't put his name down here, and I don't know off the top of my head. You may know it. But uh, the freaking Native American dude from Predator. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. uh, I can't remember his his name, but Uh, he's in there, and he's all. You know, one of the construction guys. Yeah, yeah. Trying to trying to hit on the you know teenage you know. girl. Right. But right. he's in it. But anyway, one of the major guys, of course, is Craig T. Nelson. He plays Steve, the dad. Yeah. Um. And uh, those of you who, uh, you know, Craig T. Nelson, his big thing was coach. Oh yeah, he was. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been in a lot of stuff. A lot but, of stuff. You know, uh, this movie, he was uh, he was pretty young. I mean, he was. 38 when when they filmed this movie um wow i didn't think he was even yeah yeah he was 38 uh and then joe beth williams who was in this movie with him she plays diane his wife his (laughs) wife um she was 34 but what's kind of interesting about them two being in this movie together is they were in another movie together which was uh stir crazy yeah, they were in that together. I don't remember a whole lot about that movie because it's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah, I vaguely even remember yeah. seeing that movie. Yeah, and then you got um, you know Zelda Rubenstein, who mm. who played uh, Tangina, who you guys know is the. Well, I guess you should know if you haven't seen this movie. You, yeah. you need to go watch it. It's yeah, great. really. But you really um, should. she plays the. Exorcist, so to speak, the, yeah, the um, she's, she's spiritual like guy, yeah, like a psychic medium kind of. But she like cleanses houses, right? And stuff. Right. But um, you know, she's the sexorcist. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Everybody's that's, got their own. Yeah, but anyway, um, and then like I put down, I don't know how many other ones you wrote down. A lot. Like I said, there's a lot in here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Heather O'Rourke, of course. Oh, of course. Who played uh, Carol Ann. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. I didn't write Di- too many And Dominique more. Dunn, yeah. who plays Dana, yeah. the oldest daughter. Uh, their son, Robbie, uh, was Oliver Robbins. Um, and then I wrote this lady down. She was the parapsychologist that they got a hold of to yeah. come in and help them with the haunting. Her name was uh, Beatrice Strait, and in the movie, she played Dr. Lesh. Um, the reason why I wanted to talk about her was Beatrice Strait, it's kind of weird. She actually holds a record. Beatrice Strait was in this movie called Network uh, that came out in 1976. Uh, I think I actually do remember that movie. She... Uh, she actually won a Tony Award for this movie, okay, mm-hmm. which is an accomplishment in itself. It was for Best Supporting Actress, I think is what it was. But the interesting thing about this, about about her winning this award, 
the movie Network, she was in that movie a total of five minutes and two seconds. Mm-hmm. Seriously, you. and still won a Tony Award. There you go. That's how good of an actress she is. Yeah, she was good in this movie. For yeah, sure. she's she's very good, very good. And then, of course, we've got the awesome James Karen, which if you don't know who James Karen is, if you saw his face, you'd know exactly who he was. He's been in, he, he's been in every horror movie. <laughs> every <laughs> well, not every horror movie, but, but I mean, his uh, his big movie was The Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, and he, I mean, he's been in a ton of oh, freaking a ton, ton, a ton of movies, man. Yeah. I see him in everything. Every time he's, I watch a horror, he's been movie, around he's been the block. But yeah, he's awesome. Right, I love him and mm-hmm. everything he does. But uh, yeah, um, I don't know if you got anybody else you want to mention in there. Uh, uh, no, I mean there, uh, there's you know little people here and there you know, but those and, um, are the main ones I wanted to talk about. And uh, you know the budget on this movie was ten million, estimated mm-hmm. ten million seven hundred. Yeah. Um, opening weekend, it did eighteen million eight hundred ninety six thousand six hundred twelve dollars opening weekend and eighty two. That's pretty good. That's pretty dang That's pretty good, damn good, dude. And uh, it's grossed seventy nine million six hundred six thousand two hundred eight. Um, worldwide, it grossed one hundred and twenty one point seven million dollars for a ten million dollar movie. Is not bad. Not bad at um, all. It was. I, I looked at some of the stats on it. It was the number eight movie for the year of nineteen eighty two. And there are several. It's it's in several like top one hundred lists and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. And, I mean, it's a great movie. You know, yeah, it, of it, it is. just they they didn't. They were nominated for several awards for this movie, but where it really shined was in the cinematography and the the CGI. The yeah the special effects. The special effects. Yeah, I drew a blank. The, uh... <laughs> the, uh... So, anyway, yeah, this movie released June 4th of 1982. And, uh, it was the eighth highest grossing film of 1982. That's pretty good. That That's really good considering Steven Spielberg was part of two movies. Yeah, exactly. In 1982 that were two of the bigger movies of the year. So what you're saying is still Spielberg made some money that year. He did. He did. He made some bank. <laughs> He made, he some, made money. some bank. Made some money. Um, yes, yeah, you know, I mean, just a little bit about the movie, guys. Basically, it's about a family that lives in this uh, newer subdivision. The dad is a uh, salesman. He's a real estate real estate agent for mm-hmm. this, and they're building these, developing these new subdivisions and stuff. Called Cuesta Verde. And um, he works for this big company. And they're doing all this stuff. He lives in Sector One. He's the very first people to move in. And the youngest daughter was born in the house, uh, born right while they were while they were living in, the house. in that house. Yeah. Um, and basically, some stuff happens. I, I mean, I don't. I guess it's not really a spoiler if we talk about. No, this movie. I is, mean, if you have this movie is you know you're thirty five year old movie. You know. Yeah, it's older than me. I'm only thirty three. So. Well, 82, 37 year old movie. So I mean. Yeah, they come to their the little girl gets sucked into the TV. <laughs> well, it's a little more than that, but yeah, it, yeah, that, that's the synopsis of the movie. Well, yeah, there's a lot to the movie, guys. I mean, I don't want to unless you want to break down everything. Well, no, we're not going to break down everything in this. Uh, yeah, I, I I would assume that most people watching this have seen this movie for sure. I just wanted to kind of go through some of the lesser known 
things about it. You know, a lot of people don't know about the budget and, you know, some of the people that were in it and, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, really interesting, the Oliver Robbins kid that played Robbie, he, uh, he kind of totally got out of acting in the late 80s and then he got back into the film industry, but it was from a production directorial yeah, see, you that's know, and that's cool. But a lot of kid actors just don't make it out. So yeah, yeah. Well, we we all know Heather O'Rourke didn't make it out. So yeah, I mean, do you want to get into that? Yeah, or? I mean, we we can get into it. We could talk um, talk about what happened to her. You know, well, first of all, she was she was born December twenty seventh, nineteen seventy five, mm -hmm. <coughs> and she uh, passed away February first of nineteen eighty eight. Mm -hmm. So she was only twelve when she died right. now the story about how she died is that she had a cardiac arrest which is a heart attack or for whatever, or whatever right. you want to say it caused by septic shock right due to intestinal stenosis right which if you don't know what that is um stenosis is kind of like a blockage of like the valves right in your, right um well she she went to the hospital. They, th they thought that she had some sort of. I, I don't remember. I, I I can't say the word. Guillain-Barre. Guillain-Barre. Guillain or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> um. The it's it's basically a parasite. Yeah, Guillain-Barre. Um. That uh, they say you can catch from dogs and different stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, they were treating her for that. They put her on steroids. And she was on these steroids for a while. And you can really tell, like, if you see the third movie, she's like, her cheeks are really puffy, puffy. and stuff. Yeah. And it was from these steroids that she was on. Um, she, uh, you know, when, when the end finally came, uh, basically, well, let me flip over to that because it was kind of a weird weird uh weird deal um so she uh they thought uh, she uh, well yeah they she got really sick on the 31st of january yeah and started throwing up and went to bed and it was weird i, I watched an interview with her mom and her mom was talking about the story, and her mom gave a little more detail than what yeah. what you could get on it. But she said that uh, she was she had gotten really sick and was throwing up and stuff. And she um, she went to bed, and they got up the next morning, and she still wasn't feeling very good. And they kept asking her, you know, are you okay? And she's like, oh, I'm fine, you know. And and. Uh, she uh, decided, you know, maybe I need to take this girl to the hospital because her hands had started turning blue and her, mm -hmm. and her feet and stuff. And so she uh, told her to get dressed. They were going to take her to the hospital. And when she went to get dressed, she ended up collapsing in her bedroom and called out to her mom. And her mom ran up and, and got a hold of her. And they ended up calling a paramedic yeah. to come. And, and uh, she was going to try and get her to the hospital. But you know, decided I better call the, better call 911, you know. Yeah. And anyway, they came, they came and got her, and on the way to the, on the way to the hospital, she went into cardiac arrest, and they got her to the hospital, 
and they figured out that she had a, a blockage. It's basically, it, it was a blockage in her bowel. Her bowel, her intestine had like reduced in size or whatever. So well, yeah, the stenosis, it basically, it'll make it shrivel up because yeah, it's not getting yeah. any blood to it. So it, you know, atrophies. Right, right. So they did emergency surgery on her and tried to fix that, and yeah. she ended up passing away later on that day. Yeah, and what's weird, too, the the reason why they were talking about a conspiracy about it, you know, being a weird death, is because, mm -hmm. like, she had no history of this at all. Right. And right. usually people with this type of disease or this type of illness, whatever you want to call yeah. it, they have a pretty su substantial right. history with yeah. it, you know. Well, they, and they were treating her for Crohn's disease Yeah, mm -hmm. what they were doing. I Just a very sad and tragic. Yeah, because she was and, only, I mean, you know, she was working, what, from 81 to 88 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and she did a lot of other things, too. Of course, she did the three Poltergeist movies. Um, and then she was on several shows, like, TV. you know, TV series yeah. and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, she was a regular guest on Happy Days and, mm -hmm. and different shows, you know. She she had a, a, a really good career ahead of her, you know, but unfortunately. Yeah, and she's, um, she yeah. is buried in Westwood Village Memorial Park in Westwood, Los Angeles, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame, man. It's, yeah, uh, it's a pre pretty sad deal. Crazy. And then while we're here, we might as well talk about the other one, too. Well, there's a few. Uh, uh, this is going to lead us down a rabbit hole, though, because I've got a lot about this girl, uh, and that's uh, Dominic Dunn. Yeah. Uh, that played Dana, the older daughter. She played, yep, the older sister or daughter. She, uh, she ended up dying in 1982. She was... Uh, October 30th. Yeah. Well, she actually died on the fourth of November. She was. Uh, she was. Oh murdered. well, yeah, that's she, right. It's right. She, she was, was in a She coma was murdered by her boyfriend. He uh, he showed up at her house. They had they had broken up, and it's weird because she was in the process of recording the the miniseries V, the mm -hmm. Alien miniseries. She uh -huh. had gotten cast for that, and she, they had just started production on that, and her and her boyfriend had had this horrible relationship where he was just very abusive to her um and anyway she uh she broke up with him well on october 30th he showed up at the house and she was there doing lines with one of the other cast members on v yeah not coke lines either no yeah no no they were practicing their their lines well who am i the, kidding it was in the, the 80s well, they probably not. doing coke mm -hmm. But anyway, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, she, and he he showed up at the house, and at first she was just talking to him through the door, and finally he talked her into coming out to the driveway, uh, coming out to the driveway, and that's when he attacked her and strangled, strangled her. her. Uh, yeah, and then she went. She was, and, and what sucks is this: this guy that was in the house with her doing these lines just sat there. Just. Just sat there listening to it, and eventually went out the back door wow. of the People. house and snuck around the house. Don't and be that's, a... And that's when he found her. Never mind. You know, and the and this guy that this guy that killed her, James Sweeney. James James Thomas Sweeney. What a freaking waste of life. What a piece of crap. Yeah, because she she died I mean, she died five days later. She was brain dead for five days. Yeah, and, and eventually her family had to pull the plug. And she was only twenty two years yeah. old. Just a horrible, horrible deal. I mean, <coughs> yeah, it's, and that's uh, you know that's all part of the 
what they say the curse of poltergeist you yeah know, there have been several people well um lou perryman who you you only see him for a minute in the movie um yeah. he plays a pugsley kid named pugsley or whatever but he was killed by a dude with an axe in austin texas in uh april 1st of 2009 yeah he was the second person from the poltergeist movie to be murdered 67 years old yeah I mean, 2009, it wasn't terribly long ago, really. No, I mean, no, it really wasn't. Uh, it's crazy. But, yeah, the... Um, mm. One thing I want to say about the Dominic Dunn yes, I was gonna say. deal is one of, the, one of the TV shows that she had been cast in was Hill Street Blues. She was doing an episode of Hill Street show. Blues, and she was playing a teenage mother who had been being abused by her parents. And when she went in to film her scene where she goes to the police department mm -hmm. was like the day after this piece of shit boyfriend had beat her ass so bad that she had bruises all over her neck and her face and stuff. So she didn't they didn't, they didn't even put makeup on her. They just used her the way she was because she... I mean, she had been abused. Yeah, man, a just lot of, horrible. There's a lot of derelicts out there. You know, and the, and this this jackass that that did the. I'm sorry, it just pisses me off, man. This girl had such a bright such future. A, oh my god! I mean, she was fantastic actress, and you know, was really going places. And and this guy, he was. Uh, they met at a party. He was a chef at one of the big uh, restaurants there in L.A. And was just a piece of crap, really. He uh, he ended up uh, after he killed her. He ended up being charged for her murder. They they actually charged him for for uh, uh, for murder. Oh well, they actually charged him for assault and what was it? Assault and aggravated battery, battery or, something or something like that. And then when she died, like, five days later, then they changed their charge to murder. And when he went to court, uh, the, the judge decided to lessen his sentence, and he made a plea out for involuntary manslaughter. And this piece of shit got, got six years in prison, plus another six months for assault on this girl. And uh, ended up only serving. Uh, it was three years, twenty-seven or three years, seven months, and twenty-seven days oh, how the hell you of get a six, year, six and a half year sentence. Just sickening, sickening. It's crazy. But you know, it's funny. After he got out of prison, he got a job as a as a chef at one of the restaurants there in L.A. And uh, Dominic Dunn, uh, Dominique's father, and her mother started showing up at the restaurant and they would show up with these big crowds of people and they would uh they would actually pick at these rest this restaurant yeah, he was working them, in yeah. and they would pass out these pieces of paper that saying the the hands that are that are serving you or the hands that are cooking the food for you tonight are the same hands that killed dominic dunn wow and he ended up getting fired from that job but eventually he had to move away from la and from what I hear, he, he changed his name and moved to Spokane, Washington or something like that. Yeah. People are pathetic. Just, yeah. Just complete. 
Douche. Complete waste. Douchebag. That son of a bitch should have went to prison for the rest of his life. Yeah, you know. They should have let one of the one of the freaking guards there freaking choke him out. Well, you know, to me, if it was me and that happened to my kid, I'd be glad they let him out of prison because then uh, I could take care of the business myself. Well, her dad had a private investigator following this guy around. I would have murdered him for a long time. If you, yeah, you hurt my kid, I'm gonna. You better hope they put you in prison for life, because if yeah. not, I'm coming after a, you. Yeah, it's gonna be a bad. I'm a John yeah. Wick in your ass. It's a bad. That's what's gonna happen. I'm a John Wick your ass. Except he kills you quickly. I'll be you killing. Think, I'll be you killing think they pissed John Wick off when they killed his dog? Yeah, I'll be killing you very slowly, very yeah. slowly. But anyway. But. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we we spent a lot of time on that because it's it's a major tragedy. I mean, it really is. There's a lot of information out there about her, and it's just very sad. Very sad. Yeah, bad deal, man. Bad deal. So, but but yeah. anyway, let's get into other things. So other things. So <laughs> intro of the movie. So the movie starts with uh, something that most people don't know about anymore. Is that TV stations actually signed off? Yeah. You know, yeah. people never see that because now TV is 24 hours a day. Now, kids, TV used to sign off. Just like on um, uh, Silver Bullet, whenever yeah. they're waiting up, they're waiting up uh, <clears throat> to kill the or see if the werewolf shows up, and at the end it does the whole you know, uh, yeah. that does the whole thing and. Beep! Yeah. Shuts off to nothing. Yeah. Or goes to freaking white noise. Right. Crazy. I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of weird. What time did they do that? Do it remember? was like at two or three o'clock in the morning. That's crazy. I remember in St. Louis, it was. I think it was two o'clock in the morning was when the TV went off. Crazy times. The only time it didn't was like on Saturday nights. Yeah. That's but, pretty, pretty but crazy. through the right? week, it, so yeah, yeah, you guys out there oh. complaining. My son, I can't even let him because like we record his TV, like Blaze mm. and stuff like that, and Rusty Rivets, these cartoons he wants to watch, and he's spoiled now because he knows that we record them, which means we can fast forward through them, and if it goes on commercial, he yells, "Dad!" Oh, yeah, it's a commercial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dude, you're so freaking spoiled, yeah. man. You know, Tell when you I was what. a kid, you had to watch commercials. Yep. Yeah, that was when you yeah. got up and went pee and got something to drink and did all so. did all that. So, yeah. But anyway, the, the movie leads into, you know, meeting the family and the dog who's Eats going everything. from room to room eating anything he can, <laughs> you know. and Well, and he knows where the food's at. Yeah. It's like sure. he knows where, sure. where the food is at. Yeah. Uh, Let's go on retriever though. They're smart, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Ebos. Yeah, what was his name? Ebos. Ebos. So weird, man. Yeah, I don't know where they got that name. That's the weirdest damn name ever. <laughs> I yeah. was like, well, who the? Uh, my dog's name was Akasha from Queen of the Damned. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Atreyu from uh, the band. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that band though. Um, but uh, no, from Never Ending Story. Oh, right on. My mm. wife loves that movie, so. Yeah. And my dog. God, I haven't seen that in forever. But I was like, Ebos. That's a freaking weird name, yeah. man. I, 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 yeah. Well, you know, one of the kids probably gave him the name. 
Yeah. Right. Or they were they were pretty high in this movie, so they were. They were. <laughs> that still that still cracks me up when you when you see them. Uh, you know when you when you meet them and they're in their bedroom and the the freelings the parents are sitting in there smoking <laughs> joint after joint. Well, after joint. first of all, Craig T. Nelson doesn't know how to roll at all. Uh, roll a joint. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely not rolling dope for a living. Uh, yeah, he he didn't even what have that weed for a living. Roll dope. He didn't even have it in a damn weed. In yeah, the damn he was like, I was like, what the fuck, dude? Give me that. Me <laughs> God damn, yeah. dude. I love it too. And then like, whenever um, you know, her son, the storms storms coming in, and yeah. and it's getting closer. He's runs in there and he stand there and then like he's like storms coming. <laughs> and mom has to take one more hit. Yeah, <laughs> mom, mom's like, oh, hi. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah one more yeah. hit, mama, one more well, hit. Hey, it was the 80s. You could do that shit. Now you can't. Uh, we can, but, you know, whatever. You can, but you get arrested for it. <laughs> for everything. Oh. Although I did, I did see that they're selling CBD oil and um, CBD, like, lip gloss. Oh, yeah, at, all over the place. At, fami- over the at place. Family Video. What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see it. They got a huge sign up front that says "Try our CBD oil," and and you go inside and it's sitting right when you cash out, it's like right in your face. Yeah. But what's weird is you can't even get a buzz off of it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's and also a lot of people, you know, I don't want to go on this big spiel about freaking CBD oil, but yeah, a lot of people don't understand. Hell that. no! If you want to get high, just smoke some weed. Yeah, damn man. It. Like good stuff. You trust me, you're not gonna have to smoke eight joints like they did while they're <laughs> sitting in this yeah, bed. Yeah. <laughs> It's, that's just cool. I, that's kind of stuff that's cool to me, you know. You see that, like, uh, just the 80s was, uh, people will bash on the 80s a lot. It was a great time. But, man, like, I just noticed that, of course, I was born that year, so you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. But, uh, no, you know, it was a freer time, it seemed like. Yeah, you know, it was. It not was. necessarily free, a carefree time. Yeah. You know, it was more... Um, there was a lot of STDs just running rampant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people were just giving it away. Well, I mean, no. <laughs> but, no, you know, it was just a different... It was a different era, man. And um, a lot of great movies came out of that like, era. Ooh, I got the cramps. Oh, shit, dude. Dog, you got to give me that. Me too. Me too. Yeah. But no, it, a lot of great movies came out of it. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I mean, some of the best movies. Uh, to me, some of the best horror movies came out in the 80s. 100%. Uh, and I'm, guys, and I'm a freaking, you know, I was born in 86, so, I mean, I really didn't know what horror was until right, I was right. older. But still, yeah. you know, the 80s, those movies, you know, they're still great films. Oh, yeah, they're Like awesome. this one. I mean, Poltergeist, dude, came out in 82, and it's still a great movie. It, it is, and it's still a it's still a good watch. I mean, you watch it now. I mean, it... it we just did. And it, it holds up pretty good. I mean... Still a pretty good movie. And, you know, it's cool to me to see it differently with different eyes as a parent. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. I hate to say that. I, hate, I feel like I say it all the time. That's because you do say that all the time. Well, you know, but it's okay. But for me, you are a parent. Well, for me, and as a, a horror, parent, as a, parent. a as a horror head, I I remember watching movies mm-hmm. growing up, 
and then all the way up. I didn't have my first kid till I was like freaking 27 or something like that. But uh, I watched horror movies most of my life before that, and I seen them differently than I do now. Right. And so movies affect me differently now, and I see things in a different way now. So it kind of it's a cool to me. It's a cool perspective that to see it, the change in myself. Right. To right. see myself like going from that. They grow up so fast. They do. They do for sure. But you know, it's like um, I was talking about you, fool. I don't grow up. <laughs> I'm never gonna grow up. What the, what the fuck are you talking about? I'll never right. grow up. I might, I might like get like physically older. Ooh. Physically older, but I yeah. won't get mentally older. Yeah. It's impossible. Man, we have gotten way off touch here. Well, you know, it is. But hey, we've been up, um, guys, watching yeah, movies. We, so it's we like, have been up. It's getting kind of late. So. Um, and I'm old. I'm used to going to bed early. It's all good, man. We're having a good conversations. Yeah, hell That's yeah. what this is all about. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a good movie. I mean, I watch it probably a couple times a year, maybe more than that. It's I been mean, a I while. just I really enjoy it. It's got a lot of scenes on it that really take me back. Like when we were watching it, yeah. and I was like, dude, that scene creeped me out so bad when I was a kid. You know. Yeah, uh, it, you know, it's like you said, and it's like the whole point of us doing the show and why we like horror movies and stuff. It's the nostalgia part of it. You it know? is. It's all about nostalgia. It's all about, dude, when I saw that <coughs> when I was a kid, I pissed my pants. Yeah. And, oh, wait. Wait. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I probably still do that now sometimes, yeah. depending on how drunk you get. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Well, I haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> There's this guy. There's this guy that used to hang out with us. He's older. No, than we ain't us. talking about shit in here, though. Yeah. There's this guy who used to hang out with us. He was older than us too, way older than us. And dude, he would get drunk and piss himself every <laughs> fucking night, dude. Every night, wake up, dude. I need some pants. I'm like, God dang, dude. Go to the bathroom, bro. Quit getting piss face drunk and pissing all yeah. over your face. Yeah. <laughs> face, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some people are into that. Yeah. You know? uh, this guy probably was, to be honest with you. <laughs> and any of my friends who are watching this, they're going to know exactly what I'm talking oh about. So God. I know you're laughing. But, uh, yeah, like you said, uh, it's the nostalgia part of it. Um, and There's I guess, so many cool cool things like as we were watching it you know i'm telling ryan i'm like oh dude i had that toy and oh i remember those speakers and you yeah know, it's like and even know. me dude um i grew up like in a old ass trailer so like i was like dude those doorknobs they had a certain design on them like i had those freaking doorknobs on my freaking yeah. house and he knows about doorknobs yeah everybody takes a turn everybody takes a turn hey that's what i'm here for hey <laughs> but um yeah but, um, boom. I, I I love the uh, the aspect of the movie and the storyline. Um, yeah, it does have a very powerful story to it. I mean, it's yeah. not. You know, um, I wish the only thing I wish they would have done more on this one was focus more on the uh, or not focus more, but put a little bit more in on the cemetery aspect. Yeah, they, instead of leaving it. For the end, towards the very, know? very end, and like they didn't really have too much. I mean, besides right. the very end, but because part two, right, is the one where the the old man throws up, right, 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 and the Native American guy. Yep. yep. <coughs> I, 
Yeah. Uh, um, I actually like part God, two. What was that old man? Was his, was his name Kane? Something. Something weird like Brother that. Brother Kane or. I, I think you're right. Something. Anyway. But I, I like part two, too. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, the storyline on this, you know, the whole aspect of. Like you were talking about. Uh, his transformation throughout the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Craig T. Nelson. Because the mom looks like mm. she's just, like, high every night, like, kind of. Granted, in the movie, she's a great actress, yeah. and she shows, she portrays the part great, but you see a huge difference in him physically than and right, not so much right. in her. Yeah, you see him throughout the movie, like, slowly progress farther down and not know, taking and care of himself degrading and, and you know which as a you know i i know you you can tell in him that this is really getting to him and you know and he's taking the he's toll falling apart you know? and you know as a father i could tell that's exactly how i would be right i to not be able to help my child yeah yeah. And hear them screaming from somewhere where you can't sell, you can't do it. It would, fu- it would, it would kill me. Yeah. You know, I w- and it's a uh, whenever like um she sent the mom in to go get her out of the whatever you want to call it out of the it, portal. Out yeah. of the portal. You know. Send her into the light. Yeah. It's uh, go into the light. Crazy man. Yeah. That whole situation. Just really nuts to me. You'd have been strapping boots on and running through that door. Yeah, no rope or nothing. I've been like, but you know, it's. But hey, it's Hollywood. You know, we gotta gotta have the scenes, man. Gotta have the scenes. Um, Sorry, guys, my freaking allergies are killing me. It's so bad, the pollen and shit. I hate it. Maybe he's allergic to me. I'm allergic to bullshit, guys. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) and I'm definitely full of it. Oh shit. No, um I really uh and it's funny too seeing the investigators and yeah. their reactions to things. Yeah. Cuz like it's oh, like yeah. it's like they're all <clears throat> when you first meet them they're all like, "Now listen, you know, we know all this stuff and right, right, are right. you able to really let us come in and Yeah. <laughs> and then by the that you watch them slowly but surely when stuff actually starts happening they're all like what the yeah they've never seen anything this extreme before the part whenever they first show up and uh he's like i recorded a car move across the floor seven feet and it took 12 hours seven hours seven hours yeah and he's like uh uh uh-huh he's like it's a really amazing piece of video footage time lapse yeah yeah, and he's he's like "Uh uh-huh and he's unlocked the door and opens the door and they're all like, "Yeah." And they're they're like, "Okay, what?" A, I love you know. That. And then they open the door and all the stuff's flying around in the room. You know. And I, just like, love, uh, I just love. I just love Craig. Craig T. Nelson's like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> they uh-huh. sit down at the table. So they sit down and they're talking to these investigators at the table, and you know they're just talking about what's going on in the house and different things. And all of a sudden the coffee pot goes sliding across the table. <laughs> you know, and and of course. The Freelings, they're used to it. They're all just sitting there like, oh, whatever, you know, and all three of them are looking at it like, oh, my God, what the hell just happened? Yeah, it's you know? hilarious, man. Um, and the old lady's just sitting there shaking. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get a drink. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. That's cool. I like that aspect of it. 
how they showed that. I just they're all stern and stuff at the beginning, and then yeah. slowly but surely, like, what the hell is yeah. going on? Yeah, there's so many great scenes in this movie that are are just really disturbing or very creepy or you know even even the first like the first time that she makes contact with them you know when you've got the big scene you know where the hand comes out of the tv and touches her and then you know she turns around and tells them they're here they're here you know and you know i really love that i to, to be honest with you, one of my favorite scenes is right after that, the next day, whenever the kids all go to school, she's sitting there, and she sees the chairs pulled out. Right. And then right. she's like, oh, did you do this, you know, and sits her up on a thing, and yeah. then she turns around after putting the table the chairs back, and she comes, she bends down, grabs some cleaner, stands back up, and all the chairs are stacked up, like... On top of the table. But not yeah. only that, like, they're hanging off the edges, right. too. Right, right. That's you know, a really great scene. It, it is It is a really cool scene, and it really, even tonight when we were watching it, I looked at that, and I, I always look at that scene and think, how the hell did they do that? Because there's no camera cut whatsoever. You are looking at the table. The camera pans over, follows her to the cabinet, she gets something out of the cabinet, and then the camera pans right back to the table. I mean, and it's just unless, in mere seconds. Unless they're super good at editing. They, uh, I don't know, man. It, it, well, we are talking about Spielberg here. Exactly. You know so I mean? he had so, top-of-notch stuff. But that, but that it's scene. it's just so fast. That scene is so good. Yeah, and it's very powerful, too, because that's when you know that there's something going on here. Little mommy, but, but she backs up. She's like, oh, shit, we're in trouble. Like, the TV people, and she's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, do you see him? Mm-mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a great, yeah. great scene. That I that scene always got to me, even when I was a kid. Yeah, and then the next scene is when uh, Craig T. Nelson, who plays Stephen Freeling, <clears throat> comes home, and she goes running out, and she grabs him and drags him in the house, and she's like, "You gotta see this! You gotta see this!" Four stops, know? hurry up! Yeah, and uh, you know that's when the chair slides across the floor, and then she puts her little kid. Then there. she puts the kid. I don't know that I'd be putting my kid there. You I know? know that as soon as I seen the chair shooting across the floor, that my be like, my family would be out of the house. Be like, all right, we're leaving. Time to and go. that's something that we kind of talked about. You know, we we're kind of joking about it, but like there were several scenes. There's a lot of was... things in the movies, and I'm a horror head, but I'm also prep, whatever you want to call me. You're protective I, of your family. Very, I mean. <clears throat> very protective, and um, I'm just like, okay, you know, some crazy stuff's going on. Why would you not have your kids sleeping right. in your bed? Why would you right. not leave the house? Why would you not do this? Yeah. But then again, it's movies. I know this, okay? I understand that. And actually, you know, to be honest with you, the 80s, people were, like I said, it was more of a carefree thing. Well, we didn't know about as many things. Oh, and she was, um, the mom, you could tell, was kind of spiritual. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah, I don't know. A a, a spiritual person or like a... um, not necessarily a hippie. You know, she was just one of those people who was, like, into that stuff. Astrology right. and things like that. She was a free spirit. She was a high spirit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, which is another great movie. Oh, man. Daryl Hannah and Steve Gutenberg. Here we go. Yeah. Um. Anyway. But, uh, um. yeah, 
and I understand, guys. I I and I still love the movies. Yeah, yeah. Even though these yeah. parts, I'm always like, why? I still love them. You so, know what I mean? so one there, like I said, there were several uh, pieces in the movie, several scenes that always kind of creep me out as a kid. And I'll be honest with you, there's a there's a couple scenes on there where I knew it was coming. And, like, when I would watch it, you know, a second time or whatever, I'd, like, turn my head or close my eyes or whatever because <laughs> they kind of freaked me out. And one of those scenes was when Marty, one of the investigators, goes into the kitchen yeah. to make him something to eat, you know, and he's got that chicken leg in his mouth and that steak crawls across the, you know, yeah. across the counter and starts, I don't know, <clears throat> meat bubbling out of the center of it and he drops that chicken leg and now it's covered in maggots and i'm sitting here wondering i'm like why are these guys digging in these people's refrigerator yeah what kind of dick would get in somebody's refrigerator and pull a freaking t-bone steak, steak out, out. And st- you know and or, you got uh, that, maybe it's not a t-bone i don't know what that and then you got that derelict freaking at the beginning of it like getting in the window and digging in their food she was making and like, oh yeah yeah oh yeah the one of the pool guys yeah it sticks the, the whole spoon out of so i'm like Dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He pulls the spoon out of the pot and takes a, a whole mouthful. He sticks a whole mouthful and then shoves the spoon. I'm like, oh, dude, that is so gross. <laughs> so People. gross. People. But uh, but anyway, the scene with Marty. So after this happens, he goes into the they've got like a little laundry room and he goes in there and starts throwing up in the sink. And when he looks up in the mirror, he notices that like there's a. There's a crack, big, like crack or something in his cheek, and so he starts picking at it. Well, then the skin starts flaking off of his face, and next thing, and then it shows the sink, and there's a little blood in the sink and a chunk of flesh, and then it goes back to the thing, and he's like just pulling the skin off of his face, and next thing you know, it's like bare skull sticking out all the. Uh, oh, dude, that scene always got to me, dude. Yeah, I could imagine seeing that one. Yeah, because I, I was 11 when this movie came out. I vaguely remember. I can't remember what age I was when I first seen it. Yeah. And we went to the theater and saw this. Yeah, I know I was young. Was just, I know I was young when yeah. I first seen it. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, I guess, like you were talking about CGI or special effects. Yeah. Well, were, and what's weird is, is like a lot of that, like him pulling his face off, there was no CGI there. That was all practical effects. Yeah, you tell. Yeah, you, know? you tell. Um, you could tell because, I mean, now we're so used to top-of-the-line effects. And, and, you know, and this was top-of-the-line back then. Oh, yeah, for but, sure. You know, but, uh, yeah, very creepy scene. Well, the, and just, you know, <laughs> I'm not even going to get Sorry, I was going to go down the road that I didn't want to. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm going to stop going down Okay. It's what we were talking about. Why the ropes are <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, no. We don't want to go I'm there. I'm not going to go down we, there. That was ectoplasm. Yeah. That's what I was talking It really talking. was. That's what really I was talking was. That's yeah. what I was talking yeah. about. You know? But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, oh, Joe man. Beth Williams did a great job in this movie. Yes. Um, she was awesome. Um, you know, for some reason, I remember, uh, we'll call her Tangina. Tangina or Zelda Barons. is her real name. Yeah. Um, I just remember her being a little more talkative in the movie for some reason. Or a little maybe, taller. Maybe I'm, I never definitely knew she was short. Maybe I remember her, because she's in part two as well. She's in all three of them. 
Maybe that's why I remember. Maybe I'm just remembering all of the different movies who she. Because I remember her just a lot more different things. I'm like, I thought she talked a lot more, but yeah, I guess she was just in it, in it, different ones. Right. Um, which I do like part two a lot actually. I'm about to watch that now. Damn it. I'm yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. Me either. It's been years and years and years. <clears throat> but uh, I remember I wasn't really all that impressed with part three, but that's the it one when they were so in the, long the ago. city. That's, that's when they were in the hotel. The comp, the apartment complex thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because like her parents or her. Yeah, because I remember them being in an elevator and and stuff. like the mirrors and stuff yeah, like that. And then like yeah. I remember the parking lot scene. Or yeah. Like See, I don't remember a whole lot about it. Yeah. But, but yeah, <coughs> I remember Carol Ann was on it or yes. Heather O'Rourke, and she really did not look very good. Yeah, and, you. Can but tell. that was shortly before she died. Yeah, you, you know. can tell. You can tell for sure. But, uh, oh, I can't believe I forgot I was going to mention this. So Dominique Dunn, who played Dana, mm-hmm, who the, the oldest daughter yeah. who had got murdered, her brother is Griffin Dunn. Griffin Dunn played uh, Jack in American Werewolf in London. Oh, okay. He was the he was the one that got attacked. I can him see and, that. Him now. and David were out. Uh huh. And he got attacked and was killed by the werewolf. Uh huh. At the beginning of. The... And then he comes back throughout the movie. Uh-huh. You know, and he progresses into deterioration and stuff yeah yeah that was uh dominique dunn's brother i don't know too much about him then i remember i remember him in the movie but yeah awesome anyway i just happened to look down and saw my note about that (laughs) well i know something you're telling i know it's kind of weird bringing it up now but you said you want to talk about something about um spirits oh so i was uh i was listening to uh listening to a podcast today and this guy was telling a story uh, about you know haunting or whatever and one of the things that he said is he said you know I have kind of a strange uh, thought on what ghosts are and uh, he said that what if in this uh, this is a stretch because we've talked about this kind of before. What if, way in the future, mankind has figured out time travel, mm-hmm. and we're going back in time, but but to stop like the butterfly effect, we have developed a way to cloak, cloak ourselves. ourselves. To make ourselves invisible, mm-hmm. so that when we go back in time, we don't make changes, people don't see us. <coughs> and <coughs> what he was saying is, is what if these ghosts that we catch glimpses of every now and then are like a dysfunction of the cloaking mechanism? I don't know. It was a just glitch or something. It, it, like a glitch, yeah. Uh, it's kind of way out there, but whenever he, whenever he was talking about that, I was like, wow, that is kind of. Yeah. Kind of a deep thought. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's. There's a lot of talk about, uh, like, previous. Like, Atlantis. Mm-hmm. You know, super smart cultures and. Right. Uh, that civilization that got killed some way or disappeared, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that. I think. 
the way that stuff's going now, it also could be that you see spirits, like time travel could be real mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. And the spirits you see is really AI. And how... I, that's possible, And too, the way yeah. things are going. There's a big thing about AI, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we might be able to get into that because that, there's... Uh, there's movies that that would be a really deep conversation to get into because then we you know if we get into something like that we're going to have to talk about interdimensional travel yeah see my thing with that is i don't want two people to get too like i'll tell you what why don't you guys let us know yeah if you want us to talk about that there's a lot to talk about on that yeah there really is leave us some comments below you know and let us know if you guys want to hear that and we'll damn sure talk about it because it's a lot of cool because as you can tell, we like to talk. It's kind of scary, too, to think about. It is. You know, it is. It's, AI is it's terrifying. Ter- I mean, Terminator, dude. Yeah. I'll be back. I'll be back in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... And I'll have sex with my gardener, and she'll have... My she'll maid who looks like me. child or something. I don't know. Anyway. <sighs> Guys, know. it's getting late. It is. It is. We're, and, uh, we're ranting. But, uh, I want to get back to the movie here. One of the one of the things that I ran across today was they were talking about we got to talk about the curse uh-huh. of the Poltergeist film. There, there's a lot of strange things that happened during the filming of this and like afterwards or whatever. Of course, we've already touched on some of the cast deaths, like Heather O'Rourke, uh, Dominic Dunn, mm-hmm. you know uh, the. Guy, I don't remember his name now. The guy that played Pugsley. Yeah, uh, Lou. Uh, what was his name? Lou per- Perryman. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you know, um, some of the other things that that actually happened. So during the filming of the movie, Oliver Robbins, who played Robbie, mm-hmm. in the scene where the the creepy scene that we haven't even talked about with the clown. Yeah. So when the clown comes up mm-hmm. and wraps its arm around Robbie's neck, mm-hmm. during production of this movie, that clown, something went wrong with their mechanism and actually strangled him. And Steven Spielberg had to jump Save on him. it and stop it from happening. There, something had happened, and, Crazy. and it was actually choking him. Wow. Um, so anyway, that was just kind of a weird thing. Uh, Joe Beth Williams talked about... Um, she thought that her house was haunted after the filming of the movie. Uh, she had this picture that was on her wall that kept moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and it could have been the wind or whatever. You know, years later she said, oh, you know, it may have just been the wind or from me shutting the door or whatever, you know. Uh, could have been anything. But there were several people that talked about Strange happenings in their houses and stuff. Um, One guy, uh, author James Kahn, who actually did the novelization of the movie. After the movie came out, he wrote a novel about the movie. Um, So that name sounded really familiar. uh, He uh, the the novel it doesn't really revolve so much around the Freeling family as much as it does around. I think it revolves around Tangina and the paranormal people. Kind of, kind of like the whole uh, like another side of the story or yeah. whatever. But uh, anyway, like Ed he, Lorraine uh, type deal. He was uh, 
while he was working on this novel, he was just about finished with it, there was a bad storm at his house and a lightning bolt struck his building that he was in. And whenever it happened, it actually blew the front, uh, you know, the window unit, AC units? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It blew the entire front off this AC unit and it hit him in the back. Holy shit. Uh, and then, so after he got hit in the back with this thing, uh, of course, the power went out in the building, and when it came back on, apparently this guy had a bunch of video games and stuff. He said all the video games kicked on in his apartment and started playing themselves. Whoa. Uh, yeah, just kind of a weird deal. Um, another thing was, uh, and this was this was years later, this has to do with the remake that came out in 2015. Uh, director Gil Keenan, who did the remake in 2015, uh, he in his house he was renting a house while they were doing while they were filming the movie mm-hmm. and he said there were several times the lights would flicker off and on um, and he would have like strange occurrences stuff moving around in the house and just weird happenings uh, and then one of the crazy things that happened were during the filming of this movie there were three crew members that were injured in a fire uh, during uh, the filming of Poltergeist 3, actually. Mm, I think I There was a that. fire broke out in, they had a, uh, like a warehouse or something oh, where they were doing yeah. some of their filming, and something happened, like they had like, because there, there were some times where there was like some snow effect or something going on. Well, something happened, and there was some sort of chemical reaction and it started this fire and what was weird is is like there was supposed to be a fire happen but the way it happened was not supposed to happen yeah and there was just some strange occurrences like there was a big huge fireball blew across the building and hurt a bunch of people that's crazy yeah it's kind of weird well see and then you think about it like did this stuff happen because of this movie? Because of the movie, or like we've talked about many a times, is it because of the you're putting that thought and that energy out there? Right. You know, yeah, and either way, either way, it's still happening. Yeah. You know, whether or not you think that your brain can make things happen just from that putting it out there, like you know, kind of like the Final Destination type deal. Mm-hmm. Um. Or if it actually is the paranormal part of it, either way, stuff's yeah. still happening. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of cool. You know, one of the one of the interesting things about this movie, and uh, Joe Beth Williams was talking about it in an interview not too long ago, was something that she didn't know uh, until later, years later after they, well, not years later, but after they completed filming and they wrapped on the movie. Mm-hmm. So that swimming pool scene where she's in that pool and all these skeletons are popping yeah, up towards, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was thinking, man, these are like some of the best-looking skeletons. Man, the prop crew really went all out. Well, yeah, the prop crew really went all out because they were real skeletons. <laughs> they weren't fake. They were skeletons that they had gotten from the Cadaver, science lab. Yeah. Actual cadavers. That she was swimming around in this pool with, and she had no idea until after the movie wrapped. Oh, I'd be pissed. <laughs> Can you I'd be pissed? 
But the, the, what she said is, is they told her, they said, look, it's cheaper to use the real cadavers yeah. than it is to actually build, build one, one that looks real. I'd imagine. You know, so. For sure. Just but, some weird stuff about Poltergeist. Great movie, guys. Yes, for sure. Um, I thoroughly enjoy it every time I watch it, and I watch it occasionally. You know, it's it's definitely I watch it's all the time. Definitely one to add to your collection. Yeah, for sure. For something sure. that's. I want to get the Blu-ray. All I've got is the DVD. I want to get the Blu-ray because I'm hoping there's some commentary on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's something that um, you can pop out. Like if you just want to watch a horror movie, like man, what should I watch? If you haven't seen it in a while, pop it in. Yeah. You're going to like yeah. it. You know, it's something that's yeah. going to not ruin your horror night. No, no. I Good think, stuff. I think we're going to end it on that, guys. Yeah, uh, Ryan's sleepy. He wants to go to bed. My freaking throat's killing me. I don't know why. I got some. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why my throat's killing me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, guys, um, definitely check it out. Uh, and definitely check us out on Facebook. We're on Facebook. Horror Chronicles podcast. Type it in there. You'll find us. We're on YouTube. Just search the Horror Chronicles podcast. We'll pop right up. Hit that subscribe button. Yeah. Ring that bell. Ring the bell, guys. And give us some likes. And give us some comments below. Let us know what you want to hear about. If you you just want to listen to audio versions of us, uh, we are signed up with a host, uh, anchor.fm forward slash the Horror Chronicles. You can get to all our episodes. Uh, they have now released our episodes. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're still not on iTunes because some bastards are stingy. Yeah, Google um, Cat, Podcast. Um, public Radio. Did you say Spotify yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're pretty much we're on, almost we're on a lot everywhere. We're big ones, yeah. CastBox. We're still on CastBox. Uh, I released a couple episodes yeah, uh, shout out to them. We've been week. on them forever. Yeah. So we've been on there since we since we started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Twitter, follow us on Twitter. I'm yeah. still. Freaking, we haven't been tweeting very much here lately. I've been trying to. I just tweet tweet. Been so busy. Which yeah. We're gonna talk about yeah. that at a at a meeting. Yeah, we're so. gonna have a meeting. <coughs> and uh, I think next week. Next uh, week things we are gonna eat. change. Got a surprise, surprise coming next week. That surprise, surprise, surprise. Yep, you guys are going to be happy. I'm pretty stoked. Yeah. I'm and excited, uh, too. Yeah. So um, Change is good. Oh, yeah. And um, next week's going to be good, guys. So you gonna yeah. make sure you want to tune in on them. Um, so until next time, guys, as always, we love you. But until next time. Keep it creepy.